What's shaking, my friends? Welcome to the Trembling EMT Podcast. I am your host, the Trembling EMT, and this is my Parkinson's journey. This episode is kind of special. We're going to be talking about my grandmother. Um, For those who have been following me for a while know that my grandmother had Parkinson's, although I don't have the hereditary gene. Um, But I've never actually told her story, so figured make an episode out of it. Um, I uh, interviewed my aunt, Olga, and she talks about uh, my grandmother and how did she develop it in us. And we di- we discuss a few things. Um, just for a warning, it's going to be a cliffhanger. You guys know how I like to do part one and part two of things. So um, let me know what you guys think. Leave comments. Um, and let me know if you guys want to hear anything, any topics or anything, but here it goes. Welcome to the show. Um, first family guest on, congratulations. You hold the title. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome, you're welcome. So I figured perfect way to to get grandma's story and documented was to interview you. And you need some background. Yes. So like when did she get diagnosed? Oh, she got diagnosed. Uh, do you need the exact date? Year. I need date, year, hour, doctor. What was she wearing? The color of the. <laughs> no, I just need like what what she diagnosed in like eighty eight. I was gonna hang up. I was gonna <laughs> hang up because I was like, okay, my memory is good, but not that good. Oh. She was diagnosed in nineteen. 19- Ninety-eight. Okay. Of nineteen ninety-eight. And she was. How old was she? Ninety-eight. Or she. Oh, so she was diagnosed. Okay. Thought she was diagnosed earlier for some reason. Now, do you remember what her symptoms were? What? What? Um. We noticed, well, the first time, this is what happened. Let me go back. Go Let back. Me go back. Back it up, back it up. And then you'll Let get, a, then you'll get um, a sense of how everything started with her. Yes. She was working in New York, and she used to take the train from Grove to New York. And she used to do everything on her own. She was very independent but for some reason one day she well not for some reason things happen when it needs to happen she took the train to go to work and as she was walking to the train stop and she was waiting for the train she kind of forgot where she was and she started crying. She didn't know what she was doing. She didn't know where she was. 
at, at those times back in the 90s, we had good people around. So someone got next to her and asked her, why was she crying? I guess they knew her by taking the train every day and she didn't know what to respond. So it's just like a sort of a moment her mind came back. So she kind of um, returned back home. She came back home and she spoke to your mom and, and she said that she couldn't go back to work. Because something was going on that she couldn't remember what was going. And she couldn't remember what she was doing. So Dr. Belasco was her doctor at that time. And I was the one in charge of taking her to the doctor. So when Minerva, your mom, asked me to take her to the doctor for a checkup, da-da-da-da-da. And that's when everything started. That was the diagnosis Dr. Velasco gave us that my mom was beginning to have Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. And that's how everything started. And she used to take care of Jonathan, my son. Um, and your mom used to tell me that. Um, I'm sorry that I'm going back and forth in Spanish. I don't know if you're recording this. That's right. But your mom told me that um that our mom could not take care of Jonathan because Jonathan was kind of heavy at eight months and she couldn't carry him. Jonathan was a heavy she little was guy. Too much. So everything came all together with the Parkinson's and the Alzheimer's. Everything came all together. So I had to sit down with my mom and explain to her, like, you know what, Tilla? Um, Mary doesn't, Godmother's going to take care of Jonathan now. Don't feel bad. I'm going to. Oh, I bet she wasn't happy when you told her that. Excuse me? I said, I bet she wasn't happy when you told her that. She wasn't happy, but because of the disease was taking over her mind, she kind of, um, didn't feel that bad, you know, it, it was like a mixed emotion with her. But I told her, I said, I'm going to bring him every day, which I did. I made a point that every afternoon after work, when I picked up Jonathan from his godmother's house, I stopped at my mom's house and I spent time with her at least an hour or two with Jonathan. So she didn't feel that bad. So it wasn't something that she didn't see him every day. Okay. But that's how, like, everything started. It wasn't so bad at the beginning, but it gotten worse through time. He started to forget about us, and it was like, oof. Now, I do remember her having the the tremors. Did I only remember having the tremors in her right hand. Did she ever have them on both sides or? No, she only had it on one side. Okay. She only had it on one side. I don't know why I got so emotional. What was that? I got so emotional. Sorry. 
But um, what else? So what um, I know back then there wasn't much treatments. She was on a med just medications. Yeah, she was on medications. Um, back then it was not like today that it's so much for that. They just started investigating how to reduce the tremor and reduce the um the lack of memory. Um, but um. It, it, for her, she her, her she lost all kinds. Can you remember us? Her, her was very progressive. It was really quick. She forgot about who we were really quick. I guess it was because um, the time, they didn't know much about it. And she got diagnosed. She was in in her seventies when she got diagnosed, or was it later? Yeah, she was in late late seventies, early yeah, late seventies. And um, it was they didn't know any they didn't know much about it. So lucky enough that um, we and we as well we were not educated to know what to do, go, or we didn't didn't know anything. We didn't have the technology. We didn't have the information on hand about it. So she didn't know who we were. It's so many stories that um, that stories funny stories oh yeah i remember i can oh we can we can sit here back and tell stories all night long i remember the one i think it was his um funeral she grabbed johnny by his pinky finger and his index finger with both hands and said we're going home yeah and she yeah he Um, could not take his fingers out of her hands she's like and they walked from what was it um mercer yeah, she took, yeah, she refused to get, when um when your uncle died, she refused to get in anybody's car. Yeah, she wanted to go home and, and, she, and she walked. The only one that she listened to was Johnny, and he had to walk from the house, 330, 4th Street, to the funeral home, and she held his hand so Tight. Um, that she twisted his fingers yeah. all the way from the house to her funeral home, and she refused to wear a coat. And it was like probably twenty below zero, and she refused to get in anybody's car. She refused to wear a coat, but she walked. Yeah. And when she got inside the funeral, everybody was in shock that she wasn't cold. She was. She also crying. left early. 
Because I remember the I remember her grabbing his hand again and saying, "We're going from the funeral home," and them leaving early. Yeah, well, she walked up to the casket, and that was the only time that she let go Johnny's hand. And when she looked at um my brother, her son, we didn't know what was gonna happen to her emotionally, and all she did was. She put her hand in in her son's face, and she said, Ay, mire, está durmiendo. And then she just looked at everybody and walked away. So everybody, we didn't know what was going to happen, but she did not know that her son had just passed away. But she was, she... She knew a lot more than she let on because I, I, the one thing that I always remember, she'd always say, Yo me voy cuando yo te lita. And, exactly. Huh? Exactly. Even, even when, exactly. Even when she had to go to the doctor. Oh, she hated going to the doctor. Um, she hated to go to the doctor. And the only, I don't know, for some reason, the only one that can get her to go to the doctor was Johnny. She didn't listen to the homemaker. She didn't listen to Rosa. She didn't listen to me. But if they call Johnny, Johnny, I can, I, I will always eternally love and be grateful to my husband because it didn't matter where he was working at, what kind of um project he was doing, he will leave everything, drop everything and go to my mom and make sure that she went to the doctor. Yeah. She'd always say she and when got to the house. She wouldn't go to the doctor. <laughs> and she used to go. No, I know, because she she'd always say that she didn't like going to the doctors because she got sick when she got to the doctors. Exactly. She hated it. She didn't like going to the doctors. But for some reason, the only one that can get her to go was Johnny. I don't know. And I remember the time that I bought my house. And I took her to my house. And I said, Chela, um, this is my house. I just bought a house. Look. She had one moment, one, Eric, one of lucid. She, it, it was like something. And she looked at me and she said. And that is episode one of Who is Christina or What's Christina's Story? Let me know what you guys think. Um, If you have any questions or want to know more, we'll come back for part two. You can hear what she says to my aunt about her house. Um, as always, thank you for listening. If you guys have any questions, feel free to hit me up on any of my social media. I'm on Instagram, um, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, uh, TikTok. I'm always, I'm always willing to answer questions. I always want to chat. So feel free to message me and let me know what you guys think. I'm also on YouTube. I'm kind of 
um, fussing around trying to make a YouTube channel. But let me know if you guys want to, what do you guys want to hear? What do you think so far? As always, stay blessed. Keep moving forward. Talk to you guys soon.